Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah. I'm Allie Heisong. He's Dustin out in Idaho. Uh, jam-packed show for you tonight. We're uh, we're going to be welcoming Porter Gustin, the defensive end for the Cleveland Browns, onto the program here in a little bit. But before we get into it, we want to encourage all of you listeners to drop your comments, questions that you'd like for us to ask Porter Gustin. Um, and also just drop your questions, your comments um, that you have for Dustin and I about the Cleveland Browns or... You want to know what Allie did today? You want to know what Dustin had for lunch? Drop it here in the comments. Uh, uh, we'll get to it live on the program. <laughs> Dustin, how you doing? Allie, you just opened Pandora's box and you don't even know what you did there, Allie. Hey, hey we need but, it. We're in June. We're in June. We need yeah, it. we're in June. We're, we're, we're on the dog, starting to go into the dog days of summer. Uh, it's been, <laughs> I'm actually having a better week than than last week. I hope your week has been better than last week. I know here. We, yeah, you're here. You're, I'm here. <laughs> it's Wednesday at 8 o'clock Eastern. Um, a good week, Allie. Uh, things are heating up in the NFL. We got a preseason schedule out there. Um, people are chomping at the bit. Uh, this celebrity softball game with Jarvis yeah. is getting national attention. Um, people in Cleveland want their Browns and they want to see them up and close and personal because I think they all kind of feel like they had a lost season last year, not being able to see them in person, touching and you know, pack that place out behind you. And I think these fans are chomping at the bit to knowing that we're pretty darn close, Allie, to something pretty special in Cleveland, what we have with our Browns, so. You're absolutely right. You know what else is in Cleveland is Angelo's Pizza. If you are in the area, I can't tell you, I can't recommend them highly enough. Drive over to Lakewood, go get yourself some Angelo's Pizza, and also listen in tonight to learn how you can be the winner of a free Angelo's Pizza. Uh, Take my word for it. You're going to want that. Uh, last week, good friend of the program, Mike Gum, won the pizza. The week before that, we had our friend Jason Toth, or Toth, however you say it, Jason. We, we apologize. For oh, and how about, name. by the way, if you win the pizza, Mike, post a picture. Now, now it's, there's pressure on you now, because like he came in with the Here We Go Brownies hat, was displaying the pizza. Yep. He was balling with Angelo's pizza. So Mike, just saying, you got to one-up Jason now. So battle <laughs> between Mike and Jason now, but I know Jason's watching, but Mike, you got to step up your game. How about this? Whoever's going to win tonight, you got to step up your game. I got to, I got to see a video of you eating the pizza with your, here we go, Brownie's hat on your shirt. And just because I'm jealous, I'm living vicariously through you, winner of Angelo's Pizza. So we're going to get into that here later in the program. So stay tuned to, to learn how you can win some awesome prizes, including an Angelo's Pizza. Um, Dustin, but you're right. Us Browns fans are so excited for something something whether it's the Jarvis Landry celebrity softball game or it's OTAs or it's just Kevin Stefanski's press availability we will take anything that we can get that just somewhat links us to the Cleveland Browns we're um, sal- it's like we're salivating for every every last breath coming from the Browns like we know um, we, we love it and you know Ali I kind of felt this way at the when we were at the draft I'm like oh like right we can feel it because we're there right now it's like we're only a few months away, and that was in April, right? But, uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting times in Cleveland right now. It just seems like it's so fan. close. It's good to be a Browns fan, right, for once. Oh. Okay, so Jason just said it's Toth Longo. All right. All right. Cool. We're good. Um, <laughs> I won't butcher it again. Uh, so you live, you learn. You live, you learn, Jason. You live, you learn. Um, so... <laughs> So, Dustin, lots to get to on the program. Uh, we've got Porter Gustin joining us here later on, so super excited to talk to him. We're going to unpack OTAs. I'm excited to talk to Porter about OTAs and what that has looked like for him. Um, 
Uh, obviously, we'll talk about the Browns preseason, what that looks like. Some exciting yes. news just in terms of joint practices, Browns fans. Uh, Cleveland Browns will be hosting the New York football giants, which is going to be really interesting. And I'm really intrigued to see how they do that, whether that's in first energy, if they have them there in Berea. Uh, logistically, mm-hmm. I'm kind of wondering what that's going to look like. But it's been a while. And to think that we're finally out of this COVID nightmare, not out of it, but we're, we're kind of, you know, there's the a light at the end is- of the tunnel. Yeah, the sun. Yeah, is and and you know to to have that light at the end of the tunnel, welcome the New York Football Giants. It, we didn't have an off season last year, so we didn't have a preseason last year. So I, I know football fans, we kind of like roll our eyes at the preseason because we just want to get to the actual season. But I think Browns fans, football fans everywhere, are really going to be welcoming this with open arms. Well. I was just saying, preseason game number one, you got Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I mean, yeah. every calendar, we've got some exciting stuff there. So um, it'll be interesting, even with the preseason, see how we match up against those teams. Well, Dustin, what do you think? What do you think that's going to look like? I, I mean, you only have three preseason games, which is new for us. Um, you know, that third, fourth game, everybody's pretty much out. Like, you're not you know, nobody's, well, what do you think that's going to look like? Do you think that's going to change anything? Just being that there's, I don't know, games? but you know, it, it kind of, and you bring up a great point. Alec. We had that Sunday night for our third preseason game. We got a prime, a rare primetime Sunday night football. Yeah. game, And so, you know, those won't be the starters, right? <laughs> you right. know, for the most part. So it'll be interesting, you know, here you have a Sunday night football game in prime time. Um, you know, Alan, I think this is going to, you know, I know there's some people that are pro or against. I know the players are kind of way against mm-hmm. games. I could see us going down to two. I think this is kind of the beginning of some things to where, and yeah. Alex, let's be, let's be completely transparent. We're fans, but they don't fill that place up behind for preseason games. Uh, you know, they, they don't, the risk of injury is high. Mm-hmm. Um, why can't you just have a two? I'm just going to put it out there to the national football league. Why can't you have a two? Two preseason game, one home, one away, real simple, kind of a warm up. You, you know, you go to somebody's stadium, you come, they come to yours, and you have a football season. I, I don't know. That's just, that's how I feel. I, I don't, I think it's fun. What do you think, Alex? Well, I think that's not too far off, really. Right. I, well, that's honestly, what I'm saying. Three well, games. you see what yeah, the addition, yeah. you see what the addition of that extra game, and it, it puts it off to a, to an odd number. And, you know, mm-hmm. we talked before about having, uh, you know, the 16 games is just split up perfectly like it just symmet- it's so symmetrical it people that like sense. even stuff Allie like oh it looks so brain. good and then you throw it's- another game on there which is fine it's fine right it works but I don't think we're too far off to just adding an extra to make it make more sense to make it make oh you're saying an 18 game sense. season and 20 total games no yes yeah, yeah. 20 total, yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying yeah. no I, I could totally see that yeah, I, and, and I think it's almost like one of those trade-offs. And I'm not going to speak on behalf of the players because I wouldn't know. And I don't, I'm not, I don't work for the maybe NFL. I have no idea. Right? But hey, maybe that is the trade-off. Yeah, you know, if, if the more. NFL and the NFLPA and have been doing this now, you know, for, for this year, what's that going to look like in the next two to three years? Yeah. It could look like that. I like that, Ali. You know what that, you know what that means? Mm-hmm. You can probably start sooner. You probably started maybe Labor Day weekend for, for college football or, you know, it'll be, you could come. Oh, it'd be a huge competition. Yeah. 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 But I mean, this, you know, football's football and it drives. And, you know, to my point, you get one extra game in there. It's one extra money game for the players. That's a give, right? Mm-hmm. 
And oh, by the way, we're going to pull back a preseason game. So you're only going to have 20 games a season. Oh, wait. And by the way, that's exactly what you have this season. But you're getting an in in season game where you make more money. I don't know. I well, just, let's just say like that. If you added an extra game, so you'd have two um, two extra games, you would have one home, one away, right? It would just kind of yeah. make sense for everybody. So but it gets Norman, back to your even. Yeah. Yeah. Norman Norman Baldwin brings up uh, a good point. He says the problem with that is there would be less opportunities to evaluate to evaluate the new talent, and I think that's incredibly true. And I think ultimately, though, it's kind of the direction we're heading. Like what we saw this year in. Um, you know, that rookie mini camp, they didn't go out and invite hundreds of guys like they normally do. It's, it's right. your draft picks, your undrafted free agents and a select handful of invitees. And I think that's just kind of the direction that the NFL is leaning towards. And I think it makes sense. Um, I do. Now I'm not saying that they're, they're not going to give guys that opportunity, but it does limit that window for coaching staff to get eyes on everybody. But in the era of COVID, it's really just put so much of an emphasis on, on film. Well, or not even that, Allie, if you think about it, like, I mean, this is all going to be collectively bargained and agreed upon, right? So, you know, what you could do in that situation now is like, hey, we're taking away two preseason games. Mm -hmm. We're going to extend training camp by a week for for teams, right? Now now you actually get get a bigger body of work. So you can look at all your roster before the 54 man, you know. Mm -hmm. So, and and let's be truthful. Do you really need a football game and contact out there to know, you know, ball tests and you you they're practicing all the time that's just me but i say you extend training camp and just give them more reps in training camp because that's really where you're one in training camp is in the trenches so yep. i agree because uh, some of these preseason games are almost you're better off doing a walkthrough they're yawners some of them are yeah, yawners i'm like yeah and, and and here's the thing Alec. they're not putting it all out there on the line in the preseason game why because they don't want to get hurt now mm-hmm. you bet they're trying to earn a spot right they want to make that 54 man roster. They're busting their hump. I mean, Porter probably talk about that as well. You know, that's where you, it's where you eat, live and breathe right there is in training camp. That's why you see fights, right? In training camp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of juice that goes into it. Um, guys, if you can drop a comment or a question here in the, uh, here in the chat, we will address it live on the air tonight. You can ask us anything. You can also drop a question for Porter Gustin that we'll get to here later on in the program. Um, before we get into that, Dustin, just want to encourage everybody that is buying or selling a home. If you have any questions, concerns, or you just simply need help, go check out our friend Katie Klanowski from Keller Williams. I can't stress it enough, the importance of having a communicative real estate agent that can walk you through the process. She's the best in the business. So if you are in Northeast Ohio, or you're looking to buy or sell in Northeast Ohio, Katie Klonowski is the best in the business. Go check her out. Um, Holly, question with that. Talk to her a couple of days. Would your stress level have been a little less if you're working with Katie? I don't know when you bought your I con- can't even tell you. So you guys you guys know this. I've, I've talked many, many times Sorry. about me renovating this condo. But part of it, part of it is it's just you have somebody that can walk you through the entire process. As a first-time home buyer, I had so many questions. Like I felt stupid. I felt stupid, but to have somebody right there, stupid, though. Yeah, you yeah, but to have somebody walk you through, it's, is really what it, what it's all about. Um, so go check her out, uh, over at Keller Williams. She's the best in the business. Um, Dustin OTAs took place or they're taking place. 
Um, and yeah, it, you know, you've you've got all the guys there, Porter Gustin. Uh, you have a select handful that are not there. You got some some of the skill position players, Baker Mayfield, uh, OBJ, Jarvis, David Njoku, uh, DPJ, Hollywood Higgins, Austin Hooper, and Harrison Bryant down in uh, Lake Travis, which is not a bad place to be down in Austin, Texas. All working together, hanging out on the boat, going over to Lake Travis High School. UFOs, UFOs. Yeah, you never know what you're going to see down there in Austin, Texas. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, what are your thoughts that those guys aren't there? I know it's kind of a heated debate. I am not of the belief that it's a huge deal that they're not there. I don't, I don't think that that at all, actually. So I just want to pick your brain. What do you think? One word, voluntary. Again, yep. to the risk versus reward. This is voluntary for all these guys. I mean, some of these players don't show up till they're, you know, I mean, I'm not talking about the Browns, but some of these players, you know, could not show up technically till they need to be there and be fine and not miss a step. Now, I say that for the veterans, the ones that have been on the offense, right? The rookies, yeah, you probably should be at OTAs, right? You should probably show up for everything because guess what? Your learning curve from the college to NFL, right? There's a big learning curve. But these guys, they're just honing in their skill, in my opinion, like, the, the Bakers and the Landrys, they're, they're just honing in the skill set to be in rhythm with the playbook that Stefanski has probably even expanded more this year with what we have. And the other guys are doing their thing in Cleveland. I have no problem with it personally. I just think it's voluntary. Um, they're just getting their game down. So I'm 100% okay with it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I think, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I just think, you're right. Rookies, you need to be there. You've got some something to prove. Um, late round draft picks, undrafted free agents. You need this time to get there and get as many reps in as possible. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. If it's yeah. if it's neck and neck between um, you know, between let's just say an undrafted free agent and maybe a late round draft pick or a veteran player that's not there, coaching staff knows they know what they see, they know what they know. Because you're there, you might get that edge. You yep. might just get that edge. And if you're a rookie or if you're somebody that's kind of on that cusp, I'd be there. I'd be there all day. But Jarvis, OBJ, Baker, you're safe. Hang out on Lake Travis. Enjoy your time and don't get hurt. Have fun. Yeah, out. don't get hurt. Yeah. Way I yeah. yeah. And, it's, and again, I really think they're really just honing their skill and just trying to be. And here's the thing. They're bringing Odell back into this, right? So there's the expanded offense that you need an OBJ. And just so there aren't any missing pieces when you go out there come week one against Kansas City Chiefs because we're going to have to have all, yeah. all the things of blaze. All hands on deck. You know what I do like is the fact that Case Keenum reported to OTAs. Um, so now you get a, a uh, kind of a veteran, well, not kind of, a veteran presence and a higher level arm talent throwing to some of these guys that are there at OTAs. Um, of course, you got Kyle Lalletta there. you got some other uh, quarterbacks that are able to sling it around. But to have Case Keenum there is really kind of invaluable for some of these guys wow. that maybe just need a little bit of a, a veteran push. I, I, I talk about this at length, Allie, when I'm talking sports, like imagine that I talk about it more than an hour every week, but I talk about sometimes your most valuable player on your roster is your backup quarterback, because if he is not a guy that's got game, game experience, playoff experience, like I go to my friends and go, who is the Seattle Seahawks backup quarterback? They look at me, um, Aaron Rodgers, who's your backup in green Bay, right? Like, Jordan Love. Yeah. But I'm just drafted him in the first round. (laughs) But but nobody of that's proven themselves. And I think Cleveland has one of the best assets in someone like Case Keenum that is what three years removed from an NFC championship game. 
I mean, this guy has got the experience that I feel, unfortunately, if God forbid something happened to Baker, he can go in and run this offense. I feel confident with that. Like, I'm like, Hey, so it. can Chad Henney to, to Pat Mahomes. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you know I mean? So it's, I, I feel confident have him as our backup quarterback. I could, I can't say that about every team in the national football league. No, I, I definitely agree with, with the emphasis on the importance of that, that backup quarterback. And I think having Case Keenum there, not only does he know the playbook, um, not only has he spent significant amount of time with Kevin Stefanski. Um, so yeah. it's, yeah, you Lots. have that veteran leadership, but this isn't, uh, this isn't an easy offense to learn. So I know that there is a, a learning curve. You saw it last year a little bit in the first couple of weeks until things really started to get moving. Um, but for some of these rookies coming in, this is still an install phase for them. They're still learning it. Yes, the Browns offense is running it completely back. There's no install phase this year as we go into training camp, which is really exciting. They can probably throw some more complex scheme ideas at them. Uh, but for yeah. some of these guys that are not familiar with it, having somebody like a Case Keenum to help them learn that playbook is really invaluable time. I agree. I mean, I just, I just think this is really interesting. And, and you know, it's, it, it, it's almost like you have two teachers on this field, right? You have a teacher mm -hmm. in Texas, and then you have a guy kind of, you have two teachers, on, you know, at the same time, Pete's in the same class. It's kind of interesting, but guess what? We had COVID last year and the Browns weren't at the facility and they were doing their own thing in Texas as well. And, and guess what? It worked. So I'm not, if it's not broke, don't fix it. You're right. That's true. That's true. Hey, Dustin, before we welcome our good friend Porter Gustin onto the program, we want to just encourage everybody to drop your comments, questions that you have for him that you'd like us to ask uh, here in the comment thread. I will be monitoring that. So please go ahead and do that. I'll be checking it out. We can ask him live on the program. Uh, before we do that, we want to give a, a shout out to our friends over at Stadium Mustard. Uh, if you're not from the Cleveland area and you want, then you, you don't want know iconic, <laughs> and you want iconic Cleveland flavor, it is with Stadium Mustard. It is that iconic brand, the iconic flavor. Uh, it is an icon and an essential in every household in Northeast Ohio. Um, so go get that Stadium Mustard. You can go to herewegobrownies.com. Uh, you can check out the sponsors there. You can also get yourself an official hat or shirt. Uh, but go over to herewegobrownies.com. You can check out our sponsors. Click on their little logo. It'll take you directly to their page for you to order directly. Uh, Dustin, what do you think we should get Porter Gustin on here? I bet you he's just been chomping at the bit. Let's get him. I'm sure. I'm sure. Let's get him <laughs> on here. Let's admit him into the Zoom room. Give me a moment while it takes a minute here to load up here. Uh, but welcoming Porter Gustin, defensive end yeah, for like the Cleveland Browns. Audio. Uh, defensive end for the Cleveland Browns onto our podcast. <laughs> Porter, how you doing, sir? You were living your best life there. I like that. Just chilling. Yeah, I'm ready to hit the sack. <laughs> I hear you. How you feeling? How you living? Good. Good. Really good. Uh, it's good to be back playing football, getting together with the guys. So it's um, good, you know. So, I, I, so Porter, I know it's been a hot second since we talked. I know you come out here to uh, Utah in the off season to kind of get a kind of a reset and stuff like that. So, What's it like now coming back to Cleveland? Um, I know you got some new players there. You know, you've got some rookies. Um, you made some new friends, I guess would be my first question. And kind of what's been the feel, you know, compared to COVID season now to this season? What kind of differences do you see with the, uh, the new guys and what's the new kind of uh, focus this year? We're not embracing the suck anymore. So what's the new, uh, what's the new um, yeah, there's, I mean, there's a little bit of COVID feel still. Uh, I mean, 
not not nearly like it was but uh um you know for me it coming back and and being able to um play uh, i guess a second year in the same defense uh, makes all the difference and I, I know it does for um you know all the players that have come back for another year so um a lot of what what we've been doing in OTAs is kind of kind of getting all the all the uh the new guys on board um and for everybody that's that's going into year 2 with with uh you know these coaches um just kind of refreshing it up and really really being able to um you know, I guess get more specific with it, get, you know, learn, learn the little details, the ins and outs and, and move forward with, uh, with the defense and the, the, um, you know, the, the, the playbook side of things where you, where you have to do a lot of thinking. So it, it eliminates a lot of that and makes it a lot smoother. And that's, that's, uh, that's kind of where we're at. Well, that's kind of where I'm at, I guess, from my perspective, but yeah. Obviously, for the new guys, they're coming in and they got to learn a whole new defense. So, mm-hmm. but um, that's how it is in the NFL every year. You know, teams change so much. So, you know, I'm sure a lot of them have come accustomed to that. It really is a start from scratch league year after year. And Dustin and I were were just saying, really, yeah, the offense is kind of running it back. It's not really much of an install. Hopefully, this training camp. But you know, you get these new guys in there; they have to learn everything. Um, and I'm sure that's exactly the same for the defense. But my question to you is, is has it been easier for you with the continuity of the coaching staff coming back um, a second year in the same system? Has it been an easier transition for you this year than it has been in years past? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, nine day. You know, every every, every meeting is, is more so of a, you know, a review um, for me as opposed to, you know, hearing new stuff, new terminology, new plays and trying to memorize it all and then having to spend a bunch of time you know, going over it again and again just to try to have it memorized for the next day, you know. So it's it, 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 it's a big difference. So here's a question. So I know we have a lot of new faces on defense. For you, it's familiar. You know, you're coming back to some of the guys you knew before. Has there been anybody you specifically have reached out to of the new players to kind of bond with? Or kind of, you know, we got Clowney and some other new faces there. Is there anybody specifically that you've kind of reached out to or, you know, kind of bonded with and learned from their some kind of experiences to kind of feed off each other a little bit? Um, yeah, you know, with this with this offseason, it's been kind of kind of odd where um, it's not your traditional OTAs. Not that I've I I mean last year we didn't have OTAs, and then the only real um, OTAs I've been through was, was my rookie years. So um so when I say not traditional, um, that's, you know, that's as far as, as I know as traditional and, uh, it, it has been different. Um, uh, I, we don't have everybody there right now. Um, it seems more optional this year just with, with COVID and stuff. So there's not a, not a, uh, the full team isn't there, um, all the time. Like some guys are coming in and out. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of a weird deal, but, um, um, I mean, that being said, I haven't had a ton of time to really, you know, bond with certain players and, and things like that, which I'm, I'm sure that's that's coming up, especially through camp. But um, um, uh, one guy that stuck out, Malik Jackson, he came in, he, uh, you know, that's the older guy, um, you know, asked asked for my number and, you know, I gave it to him. So that's, uh, um, that's something there. But um, he's a... Uh, 
he, he came in just this last week and I've only been with him a week and he's, he's kind of been, uh, you know, a vocal leader and, and uh, helping, helping out the young guys and helping out me and, and some of the, you know, so, especially some of the rookies with, with some technique and just some different things. So um, that's, uh, you know, I think that's heading in a good direction. Good. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, and it's been, it's been a lot of fun to see what Andrew Barry's done this off season. I think he went in this off season with kind of a, you know, a, a pretty good focus on Im- improving the overall roster, but uh, obviously a heavy emphasis there on defense. We know there's been a lot um, added, especially really in that front seven, uh, but specifically uh, on the defensive line. Malik Jackson's one of them. You know, you have Malik mm-hmm. McDowell coming in there, Jadavion Clowney, Curtis Weaver now, um, Tack mm-hmm. McKinley. So, you know, what's that been like for you? Obviously uh, you, you seem to me as the a kind of guy that would embrace that competition, but has that changed, you know, or altered your mindset at all? <clears throat> um, no, uh, I would say um, just being in this league, you, you really have to, um, you know, come, come with a mentality of, of, uh, you know, I, I got to compete every single day. So it's, it's uh it's the same story. Um, you, you got to go out there and and bring the best version of yourself year in and year out. And um, you know, at the end of the day, you're either gonna get the spot or somebody else's. So, um, hasn't really changed a mu- or a ton in that, in, in in those regards. But like uh, I like I haven't even met uh, Tack yet. I haven't met Clowney. Um, um, so I mean, there's there's a. I guess I'm looking forward to that, but yeah, I can't speak too much on it because I, I haven't haven't met him in person. But I, <clears throat> I mean, obviously I've seen the tape, so I know I know what they're capable of. But you know. So, quick question for your Porter along those lines. Um, you know, every year comes with new challenges, like you previously said just a few moments ago. What have you kind of set as your goals going into camp uh, and for the season ahead? Um, to kind of reset and even raise the bar higher for yourself personally, your own personal goals. Um, you know, you, you made some big plays in the playoffs, the Steelers game, you know, what do you, cause you always want to be better, right? As a player, you always want to get better. What have you kind of done to some personal goals internally just to uh, kind of set your own expectations for the season? Um, yeah. So for me, it's kind of a, uh, I think my mindset is kind of to uh uh, not necessarily tunnel vision, but to kind of just focus on what I can control. And, you know, when you're playing a team sport, sometimes that's hard. Uh, you're trying to focus on too much. And then um, a lot of times that just makes it worse. So, um, you know, if each person focuses on themselves, uh, then, you know, the team gets better collectively. So, it, you know, my mindset is to just improve on, on the little things, improve on the technique, improve on um, the things that I can't control, like, you know, just having a better get off um, something I've emphasized, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of little things that go along. Um, you know, things that I emphasize in training, certain things that I change up and, and, uh, um, just, I mean, just to try to, you know, prove my weaknesses or, or get better in a certain area. And, 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 you know, I'm, every guy kind of does that. You got to look back at the season, see what you did well, see what you, you, what you can improve on. And then you go to the off season, you get to work and then you come back you know, in camp and hopefully you've improved that. So that's, I mean, that, that's what I've been doing as well. Um, but, uh, you know, as far as the team goals and whatnot, uh, like I said, you just you got to control what you can control, you know, come in this year as the best version of yourself. And, and ultimately, um, you know, 
all you can hope for is that the team the team gets better. Everybody's everybody's done their part and everybody's gotten better, and therefore, you know, the the team will get better collectively. That's that's always the goal. Um, you know, yeah. it's it's been fun just watching like on on Twitter the videos of OTAs and everything. But Dustin and I were just talking about from the fan experience. Us Browns fans are just reaching for anything that we can get our hands on. Just we want to be there. You know, last year with COVID, it really limited what we've been able to do. So if you could just for our listeners, kind of paint the picture of what a typical day during an OTA has looked like for you. Um, yeah, so it's going to be a little different depending on whether you're you're vaccinated or not, um, and I'm not. So I, uh, the unvaccinated guys got to go in and test a little bit early. I think it takes like it's like thirty to forty minutes for the test to come back, which is which is a big difference from last year where it took a whole day. So um, in the mornings you were waiting on the test from the the day before to come in, and I mean. Then obviously there's there's issues there because you could have gotten COVID, um, you know, in that 24 hour window. So it's it's uh that that is a big change, big difference. But uh, you know, you go and you get tested, you wait for for the te- the text or the email to come in that that gives you the clear, and then um, from there you get in, get your your lift in, and then immediately you're out to practice. Um, I think uh, coaches really emphasize trying to get everything, get our work in, you know, efficiently, fast get in, get out, um, and not, and not, you know, be there for longer than we need to with, with, uh, COVID and everything else that's going on. So, um, you lift, head out to practice. Um, and then after practice, uh, the skills lift. So I guess for some of the guys, they don't lift until after practice. And then after that, it's just, um, we got meetings and then, you know, you're free to uh, stay at the facility and, uh, you know, do rehab recovery, whatever you want which is different from last year where we had to be out of the building. But, um, um, after that, after that, you're done. So it's, it's been, it's been, uh, efficient. Um, I think, I think we've, we've definitely, um, you know, made really good use of that time though. I think, uh, we've had some, since I've been here, some, some really good practices some really good review in my case and, and learning for, for a lot of the other guys. So we've, we've, we've had some good work, but yeah, that's, that's what a typical day looks like. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. We, we appreciate that. We, we've yeah. been trying to get a hold of something. So Porter, yeah, so Porter, as you look into the season, um, obviously you've had some Zoom meetings with the coaches in the offseason, and then kind of year two flipping the script. Last year's last year. It's a new script. Has Kevin Stefanski kind of given you guys some marching orders as we go into uh, year <clears throat> kind of like these are – our goals, you know, you know, win a division, you know, those specific kind of things that he, or is it kind of a week by week, we're going to look at each and a game individually. Uh, we're not going to get too high. We're gonna, not going to get too low, but does he have some, uh, some expectations that he's put on this team for this next season? Um, yeah. Um, when we started doing meetings, um, uh, the head coach Stefanski and then uh, D coordinator and I'm sure the offense coordinator did the same thing, but went over some goals. You know, a lot of it was, um, like you just said, well, you, you know, when obviously, um, you know, would like to, to get further than we did last year. But, um, you know, a lot of it was numbers and, uh, you know, things that we need to improve and, and uh, number, number of goals that we didn't reach and, and things of that nature. Um, yeah, in all honesty, I mean, it's hard to even even think of the exact numbers, but 
Um, so there, there's definitely some there. Um, but, you know, like I said, uh, for me, it's very, it's very, um, you know, just, I, I mean, I try to think of the simplest things possible where if you become the best version of yourself and get better than, and everybody does it, I mean, you know, you're going to get better as a team, but um, yeah, I'm not sure if I answered that how, how you would have liked, but um, yeah. Oh, that's good because I think you kind of went into personal kind of goals that he's kind of set forth for everybody on the defense and the offense to do yeah. your skill as kind of yeah, also you know it, it's hard to to come I'm, I'm sure at the beginning or at the end of camp when we actually have our team or you know when it's not um, all these moving parts that it'll be it'll be more specific and and uh, the goals will be you know more specific to our team for that year. But as for right now, I mean, it's, I mean, like you guys know, in the off season, we, we, I think we have like 90 players right now on the roster or something like that. So it's, it's, it's far from finalized the, sure. the actual team, you know? So. Yeah. So Porter, I will get you out of here on this one. I know your time's very valuable as you rest <laughs> up. Um, I, I know you've got a lot going on, but a fun one here. We, we put out on Twitter that uh, we would be, you know, having a conversation with you live tonight. So we always ask people, Hey, you want to ask any questions, you know, get some fan <sighs> engagement. Um, and we got a good one. It was a, it was a gif of your um, interception against Pittsburgh and the comment says hey can we expect Porter uh, expect to see Porter running with the wide receivers if they have any setbacks yeah. so I just wanted to ask is that a is that a goal of yours to line up I, I went back and I said hey I think Porter Gustin would definitely be a pretty darn good deep downfield threat so I'd say I'd say it's safe to say yeah you know I I've uh I Thought a little bit about tight end. I think it would be a you know oh. a fitting position, but I'm, I'm not sure that it's something I, I'd <laughs> seriously consider. But I think I think it's uh, something that uh, I I could do. Uh, you know, I I'd, I'd have confidence confidence lining up and and uh, you know running around. So <laughs> so Porter, did you play the tight end position ever in high school or college? Did you ever line up in that position and catch some balls? Yeah, I did. Um, my sophomore year of high school, I actually played tight end. And then uh, about halfway through, I moved to quarterback. But uh, um, And then from there, I actually did catch one touchdown. We had a play where I just motioned from quarterback out to the slot. And then uh, um, one of our receivers, who was the back quarterback, motioned uh, in uh, to, into the shotgun and then uh, threw me fast. So I have, I have one uh, receiving touchdown under my belt. But um, that's, that is it. <laughs> I did play receiver growing up, you know, when I was younger. So, so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah, so what yeah. you're saying is if we see if we see Porter on a trick play, there's a good chance the ball's going to him. <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, I'm, I'm all for it. Sign me up for that. Uh, Porter, this is great. We always appreciate having you on. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, and we, we thank you for your time. Oh, yep. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Talk to you soon, Porter. Yep. Have a good night. Get some rest. Will do. That is Porter Augustin, defensive end for the Cleveland Browns. What a guy. He's he's awesome. You know, Allie, I think I have hard days. I kind of felt like Porter, like, yeah. I think he had a good day of practice. I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Just when I, I, I thought he... I had a stressful day at work. <laughs> I'm like, well, you're right. I wasn't out there doing all that. So you got me Allie, beat, Porter. Tight end. 
He's, and that doesn't speak to the athleticism. How, how tall? Is he six? He's pretty. He's six. He, he's a big guy. Let me look. Um, six five. I could be. No, ready. I don't know. No, I think he. Uh, let's see what his Wikipedia says. I think six, he's. Yeah, he's six five two fifty six okay, listed now, on Wikipedia. So Allie, I mean, put that, take that for what it is. So. Put that out there on the tight end to mess to mess what the defense has had. Would you want to? Would you want to try to tackle Porter Gusson? I would. I mean, I'd rather not. No. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! So, you can yeah, tell he's definitely awesome. having a camp. And by the way, I know you all, all you people that are out in Ohio, Allie and I aren't physically, you know, but I've heard there's a lot of humidity and all these storms are rolling in and out of Ohio. So I'm assuming it's hot, it's muggy, it's sweaty at camp right now. It's been really warm. So I'm sure he's just exhausted by the time the, the, the end of the oh, camp. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. So that's a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, hey, if you haven't already, Cleveland fans, if you're in the Cleveland area and you don't have Cleveland ketchup in your home, replacing all of your big name uh, ketchup there in your refrigerator, throw it all out. Go get yourself some Cleveland ketchup. They've got some awesome flavors. I've had a couple uh, of our listeners reach out, say that they got it. They've got bacon and bourbon, the ghost pepper in their classic. My sister and I just had it for dinner and it was fantastic. We are going through it so fast. We're going to have to get on place another order because it's just so, it's so rich. It's so good. Uh, They are the best. I was going through ketchup. I love ketchup. I do. I, and you know what's funny, Allie? I'm going through the mustard. So it's uh, yeah, I, I love it. So make sure you have it. You can check them out. Cleveland ketchup. And you can also uh, go check them out over at our website at herewegobrunnies.com. Speaking um, of that, Allie, speaking of that, next week on our show, we have our new sponsor coming on, Gutterpy, Andy over at um, So he actually is building, guys, an official Here We Go Brownies canopy for us. It's going to look really cool. I know Allie's pretty. So um, we're going to have some new backdrops. We're pretty excited. Uh, but Andy Andy did us right when uh, Allie and I were out in Cleveland. He gave us some nice shade and some. Uh, yeah, he did. Remember, how, remember how weird it was like April and like in the 80s? Remember that, Allie? It was, really, no, it was so nice. It was beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, never get but it that. It was warm. Either. Yeah, never. And then, of course, you know, it rained and Allie and us were freezing the next three days. Uh-huh. There's that. But no. Um, so he'll be on next week to uh, showcase and talk to us for a few minutes and tell us what he does. Um, but support him as well. He's our new sponsor. Um, and you can find him out at herewegobrownies.com. That is Gutter P, um, the canopy that has gutters in it so you don't get rained on. Um, real quick, I, this, I, have to, I have to say this. Uh, our friend of the program, <laughs> Rich, he just put in the, in the comment section. I just got done talking about Cleveland ketchup. He says, my son eats ketchup on everything, even pancakes. Well, you know, well, hang on, Allie. When we were kids, I guarantee at some point the ketchup with your hash browns at breakfast probably did catch your pancake. You know, kids put ketchup on everything, though. Let's be, let's just be. Yeah. Kids well, like, hey, 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 Rich. If you're gonna do that, or if he's gonna do that, at least dip it in Cleveland ketchup. Um, the way to stop that: put a little ghost pepper on there. He won't even know what hit him. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't listen, don't do that. <laughs> Don't don't listen to anything I'm saying. Um, so uh, last awesome. week we were we were very thankful to be able to give away a signed Josh Cribbs jersey. So I want to give a quick shout out to our friend um, Eric Gary. Eric, I I apologize if I'm saying your name incorrectly. In there, Texas, uh, Texas. Yeah. Yes, uh, he won the signed Joshua Cribbs jersey. So awesome there. He's Clee underscore Eric underscore twenty three on Twitter. Um, so if you can go check him out. 
uh, he's got some really awesome stuff out there. So congratulations to Eric. Um, thank you for participating, everybody. It's a lot of fun. We've got plenty more coming your way, lots more coming your way uh, on a weekly basis. So uh, we will be announcing how to participate in those contests coming up. So please make sure that you are following uh, our Twitter page and following our Facebook page. Uh, and of course, subscribing Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. Um, as I say, I found out some of a lot of our people are now going to Spotify. Uh, our listeners aren't on Facebook. You know what? That's fine. Everybody gets their socials everywhere. But I was kind of excited to read on our Twitter that a lot of people may, may not be on Facebook and see us live, but they're certainly downloading our podcast on Spotify and Apple, which that's pretty cool because uh, I like that. So here's one for you. Um, off topic, but really cool. Only four players have tallied 800 plus receiving yards in each of the past Six, six seasons. Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey. And I'll give you. I'll give you a guess. Who's the fourth one? I'll give you a hint. Cleveland Brown. No. Well, over the last six seasons, four players to have tallied 800 plus or 800 or more receiving yards in each of the past six seasons. Whoa. Yeah. Landry? Yes, it is. Jarvis yeah, Landry. Landry. Yeah, it's gotta be Landry. Yeah. Elite, elite company right there. Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, Travis Kelsey, and Jarvis Landry. Isn't that cool? That's good stuff. Six seasons. Six. Well, I find him to be, I always call him the sure-handed guy. I mean, that's just always been my take on him. Um, he's he's just kind of automatic. Here's one, Allie. A little, little trivia. Because I'll, I'll give you a little tick for your tack there. Mm-hmm. In their first three seasons, Allie, only two players in NFL history. Now, this is NFL history, so we're talking as long as the league has been around. In their first three seasons, only two of these players had 75 passing touchdown passing touchdowns, 11,000 passing yards, and an 89 passer rating. Can you name me who those two players are? Say it again. Read speak. Okay. 75 yep. passing touchdowns. Passing touchdowns. Okay. In three seasons. This okay. is all in three seasons. Okay. First three seasons of their existence. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, 11,000 passing yards mm-hmm. and at least an 89 quarterback passing rating. Okay. How many are there? Two? Only two in the entire NFL history. In their first three seasons, they did this. In the first three. So I'm, I'm going to not, I'm going to say it's not Patrick Mahomes because he sat out his first season. Yeah. I'm going to say, well, Baker only played like half of his first season. Well, not really. Is one of them Baker Mayfield? One of them is Baker Mayfield, who now holds the coveted company of Dan Marino. I wouldn't have had that. I, I was thinking maybe yeah. Peyton. Yeah. Peyton Manning. Dan okay. Marino. So all you people that used to not be on the Baker uh-huh. wagon or on the wagon. We've always been on the wagon. I mean, that's impressive to me in the first three seasons to, to match the likes of Dan Marino. And by the way, only two people in history to do that. So yeah. Baker, we love you. And that just goes to show you you're going into your fourth season and we love you. That's pretty cool. Wouldn't yeah, have that. I know, right? Wouldn't have that. That's interesting. I, you know, I, I try to throw Ali some, you know, some, yeah, some, I like that. I yeah. can get on board with that. Yeah. Um, 
so uh, just another thing I want to touch on real quick while we've got a couple of minutes here, uh, just some not so wonderful news, but of course it is floating around there uh, in the media, uh, Brown's chief of staff, uh, Callie Bronson, um, you know, she, she, uh, uh, not a great situation what, with what was going on there. Um, well, and you hate to see that because, you know, she's one of the few. Yeah, char she charged with yeah. drunken driving. Um, you don't like to see that at all. Um, inexcusable, yeah. unacceptable, uh, in many eyes, uh, really, truly unforgivable. Uh, so Kevin Stefanski did come out in his press availability today and confirmed that she will not be losing her job. Uh, they are awaiting mm. uh, further um, possible disciplinary action from the league. They are working with the league on their protocols for this. So uh, she is away from the team at this time, but she will not be losing her job, which was confirmed by Kevin Stefanski. Um, Again, this is. And I'm just, assuming that would have went through Andrew Barry before he would have rolled out there and made that kind of statement. I, I would think so. Yes. Yeah. Um, so well, I mean, it's his chief of staff. So I mean, he yes, would have yep, to do the I powers would, to I be would right. To so, that. so you know, who knows? I mean, because here's the problem: um, the Browns can do internal, you know, suspensions, all that. Um, but it's a league problem now. So a lot of this is going to come up to what the league. Uh, there could be disciplinary things. That from the league because of this because yeah just like me or you if we did the same thing Ali, in in real life with our jobs there would be same consequences right um so we're not going to get into that too much uh but we have to talk about it it's out there and we don't yep, want it's out there uh we acknowledge it it's it, it's really disappointing um it's it's unacceptable especially somebody up so high uh but we're gonna move on from it everybody does make mistakes and i'm not gonna sit here and and crucify somebody you know, for, for an issue like that, for a mistake. Um, thankfully, we, though, we, nobody was hurt. We can at least... As uh, I said, that was probably the best be thing thankful that, yeah. for that. Um, but just as as a woman in, you know, in sports or trying to get yeah. into sports, you look up to those to those women um, that are, uh, you know, they, they hold a high position. Um, so it, it's disheartening, of course. Uh, but of well, course, uh, uh, hope and wish uh, that she can get back on track. And I know with yeah. that support of the Cleveland Browns, she will certainly be able to. So I have a question. Has she made a statement yet? I have not seen that yet. No, but the Browns have. Okay. I just the didn't know if she has, personally, yes. I just didn't know if she had personally made a statement. I'm assuming that will come out at some point. I, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, I'd so be interested to see. Yeah. yeah whatever. Yep, what there's that. Uh, we won't, we won't, we won't get into that uh, anymore here. Um, some good news, some good news, uh, greedy and grants on the field. Um, you know, not full go, not full go. Um, but in hopes to be full go here in the near future. Yep. So really great news being able to see them on the field. Uh, testing just, their bodies yeah, out. Yeah, testing what yep. they're able to do. So uh, I, it does say here that, um, let me see. Uh, Greedy Williams says he is fully prepared to come back after missing the 2020 season. Uh, that is on clevelandbrowns.com. So I want to give that's exciting. That one. Yeah. Uh, so that's really exciting. Same with Grant Delpit, really hopeful that he can get back out there. From what I've seen so far, looks promising. Yeah, and you know, Allie, it was really interesting how Porter described it's kind of an interesting OTA, right? <laughs> he, he was like, I haven't even met most of these guys, right? But hey, good for him for being there and yeah. getting extra reps. And I appreciate, you know, um, to your point, you, you know, like you said, there's 90 on the roster, right? <laughs> so, and there's only a spot for 54. So I really appreciate him putting in the hard work. And I know the Browns appreciate him putting in the hard work. So it'll be interesting to see, like you said, you know, give it an, get another 
three or four weeks what that looks like you know yeah it's really going to be intriguing it's it's fun to be able to watch some of these video clips that are coming out uh so thankful for everybody that's putting those out that uh the media that's able to uh have that availability it's it's a lot of fun to watch just to see these rookies come on and see some of these guys um you know get that chance to go out and prove themselves and it's just nice for us browns fans or football fans even to be able to see a little bit of action because i feel like it's been so long since we have which was only just a couple of months ago yeah you know what is interesting i was looking through my feeds as well and it looks like um there was a birdie in south carolina that became a new browns fan and was wearing some sunglasses living life i don't know if you saw that on there she but... was living her best life she's um, living her best life yeah, she's actually beach. a linebacker she's a linebacker oh. um golden retriever linebacker so she's kind of a hybrid i would say she's got oh. the quick hips she's very fast she's very <laughs> powerful um she'll hit you she'll hit you well, she's she'll, smart she can change she's direction smart. she's very smart so i wouldn't be surprised to see somebody like that be able to be the play caller on the defense so birdie high song she she's ready to rock and roll out there so joe woods you've got yourself a stud a stud I, I honestly I, I would compare her her nfl comparison um you know right now a browns comparison she's a jok i was just gonna say she's, she's young she's hybrid, young she's like a rookie. linebacker she's yeah. young she's elusive she's electric yeah. Yeah. Uh, but she's got power she's got power so it's it's gonna be a lot of birdie jok high song maybe there's the hey, new it's got got a nice little ring to it doesn't it I, uh, I had her. <laughs> I, just I, had had, her. I, I just had, I just had, first of all, I have a dog, everyone. And so when I saw that picture, I was like, how on God's green earth did Allie get that puppy to sit long enough to take a picture that wasn't the take? So no, let me, let me tell you. This. <laughs> so, <laughs> she's so my sister lives with me for the summer. My sister's in college. Uh, she comes down with me in the summers and, you know, she's helping me with condos, she's helping me with the puppy. So she's here we were outside with her and I said, Hey, go grab the glasses. So we have her out there and I'm trying to take a picture of her. And there were so many failed attempts. My sister would be behind her and she'd put the glasses on and she'd try to like run and get out of the picture. And then Birdie would look and then the glasses. <laughs> would so it was not great. Um, so the one try I'm like, all right, just, just like jump. I got it. And by the grace of God, I got a nice picture of her. So I'll I'm put telling it, I'll you, because I have a dog and I'm like, there's no way that dog just sat there. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, Dustin, while we're talking about it, I'm going to go put it on our Facebook page for everybody that is listening. And the I'll retakes? retweet it. On, the, the on, retakes? No, 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 no. The actual photo, because I'm not sure everybody here follows me. Um, so I am going to oh, put point. it out there. Yeah. Because uh, truly, listeners, it is a lot of fun. I'll, I'll retweet it on, on Twitter too. It looks, so it just know. looked like she was obediently sitting there and I'm like, how on how does she, she doesn't it's yeah. it's all fake obedient yeah right yeah right uh but nonetheless it's I can't keep it's, a hat on i can't keep a hat on bronco to save my life let alone he shakes her off his head before you even get the camera to move oh gosh no she's been she's been so much fun though she really has she she's so good like, I mean, don't get you me wrong. You said you were lucky. You said you were kind of lucky. Your been. dog kind I of was been. Home. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you look at my arms, I probably can't see it here, but just the bite marks. She's she's a piranha. That's what she does. Yeah. But she, she nibbles. That's what puppies do. They nibble. Oh, my goodness. Um, yes. Yes, she does. All right. So, listeners, go check out. I just put it on her Facebook page. So, go go look at it. Um, any questions in the comments there, Allie? Maybe uh, let me run through some of these. If you got anything yeah. good. I'm sure we did. Let's see what our listeners have today. All right, here's a good one uh, from our friend, Mike. Do you guys think the Browns defense can be top 10 
uh, even with eight or nine new starters? I, I've got an easy answer. Uh, you want me to go first or do you want to go? Well, I, I'll give a one word answer, then I'll turn it over to you. I'm going to go yes, and I'm, and I'm going to give you, and we can look at this podcast later on, later on in the world. I have the Browns coming in at number seven at the end of the year. They will be on the seventh spot for top 10, top 10 defenses. Number seven. I say, I say yes, no question. No question. Um, now, with that understanding. Barring injury, that's my. Yes, of course. And I think that goes with everything. Yeah. But understanding there's a learning curve. Okay, like getting everything to gel. But if Kevin Stefanski could run a very complex offense with all of those new uh, new acquisitions, new starters, new players last year and coming off of a Baker Mayfield not so great year and making it work, I'm pretty sure Joe Woods can do that defensively. So um, I, I absolutely 100% believe that they could with ease be a top five defense. Yeah. Did you see what Miles Garrett said to your exact question there? I did not. What did he say? Miles Garrett said, I think people will be very surprised that it won't take us that long to gel as a defense with even all these new starters. He was very confident in his statement and very matter of fact about it. So that tells me he's got a pretty good feeling of the guys around him. He is the leader uh, on the defense. Um, That was a pretty interesting comment for him to come pretty boldly say uh, he was going to gel pretty quickly on defense. I I think so. I think that's, I really do. And you have a very, you don't have a truncated off season. You don't. Right. You, you, it's almost normal. Well, well, we know this, Allie. When it comes to the off season, it's really an offense that really needs to get systematically in place. I, I look at the Kansas City Chiefs game, Allie, and I kind of like it being in week one. Mm-hmm. I like them not knowing our defense from last year and surprising mm-hmm. them and them having an, a new offensive line other than one starter. Mm-hmm. I think that's to our advantage. Now, they're going to get home field. Okay, you know, Kansas City is going to have a full house. It's loud. It's a tough place to win a football game. But at the end of the day, I could see that line in Vegas go down to three points and just give them the three points because it's home field advantage, you know, the field goal. But I think those teams could pretty evenly match up that first week. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm I'm running through some of these comments. Oh, Allie's getting some up. What do you got? Allie, you got some juicy stuff. Oh, Allie, come on. Give me the G. Jason says, Allie, now you have Birdie to run outside with you when the Browns score. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, that's true. When Allie true. decides to run out randomly in the dark in the middle of the street, guys, now she has a dog at least. Roman says, because you said, you said Birdie JOK high song he, instead of JOK, he said BJOKH. Her initials, Birdie JOK high song. That's classic. That's yeah. funny. That is I like funny. that. I like that a lot. Um, our friend James, he says, I was worried about injuries happening when there's a learning curve. That's a really good point. That's really a point. And unfortunately, they are part of it. They're part of everything and they're going to happen. Um, but I do agree. But thankfully, we didn't see that too much last year with the offense. I mean, you had it here and there. Don't get me wrong. But um, especially in the training camp in, in the first couple of weeks. Yeah, I, I, I look at this defense and I just I. I mean, I know what I'm getting from the offense and you're just adding a player like Odell back into the, you know, into the realm and some more speedy uh, folks that we got in, in, in our rookie class. Mm-hmm. But Ali, I gotta be, I gotta tell you, like I said at night and go, if I'm an opposing offense and I have to look at Clowney and I have to look at Garrett and I have to look at some of these rotational players like a Porter and these guys that have the experience and they can just roll people in and out and you got a Johnson there. I'm telling you, and all these other guys coming back healthy, mm-hmm. 
I think we can impose our will on some football teams, Ali, and I mean that seriously. We can seriously impose our will and keep offenses up at night. I just do. Like, I'm excited, and I'm going to say it. Offense looks nice on Sundays. Defense wins championships, yep. and I'm always believe that. Defense will win championships, mm-hmm. and we learned that in the Super Bowl. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers shut down the most prolific offense in the Kansas City Chiefs, and they won the Super Bowl. I'm telling you, defenses is where it's at, and now I think we got the magic. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be it's gonna be scary. Um, but before we before we wrap up on a beautiful Wednesday evening, we want to give a shout out to our good friends at onlyincleave.com. Uh, go check them out. Only in Cleve, they are the best. They have all of your Cleveland apparel, whether it's Cavs, Indians, uh, obviously the Browns, but they've got a lot of local uh, local things too. So go check them out. They are seriously awesome. Dustin and I went there for a pre-draft party and that was the, uh, the first time I had ever been in there. And Dustin, same for you. And the walls are just packed, packed, loaded with so much apparel. So, so many things. You can also get your official, here we go, brownies hat and, and, or shirt there. Uh, you can use the promo code to get 10% off. That promo code is woof, woof, W O O F W O O F. Use that at checkout to get 10% off of your official, here we go, brownies podcast hat slash shirt. Dustin, any closing thoughts as we wrap up on a beautiful Wednesday evening? No, Allie. Um, I'm just glad you're having a great week. A little better than last week. It's getting better. The sun's out. You're <laughs> uh, sun's out. You got an awesome birdie dog there to keep your insanity and your sister um, to keep you, you know, and in, in, in living your best life. I'm going to have a good week. Um, I may go on vacation. I don't know. I'm looking at some dates. You should dates. do that. You should do that. I, I need to go on vacation. You know what I'm going to do? In, in but no, other than that, Allie, I'm having a great week. And as always, we appreciate all of our fans. Actually, all- hey, I've got a birdie at the door. Should she make an appearance? But let's all right, let's, stand ha- by, let's close out with birdie. Let's close out with birdie. Taylor's here. Birdie time. <laughs> all right, hang on. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this is birdie. Birdie, J-O-K, high song. Birdie, what do you think? What do you think of the Cleveland Browns this this season? What do you think they're going to do? Huh? Okay. All right. Well, that's what she says. So it, it's it's happening. It's true. She said, they're, you, know, you, know, you know what I saw right there? We're going to lap up. She was licking. She, oh, my God. Competition. That's what she's going to do. Birdie, the Browns going to win the Super Bowl? Be cute if yes. Well, that's it. Browns are winning the Super Bowl. She that's said a it. lot of pre- That's a lot of pressure, Allie. Well, she said it. She told me. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up. Thank you to everybody who has joined. Again, stick around. Stay tuned on how to be the winner, winner, chicken dinner of uh, some awesome prizes. Uh, so stay tuned. Follow us on here. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and as well at herewebronies.com. We're everywhere. Just look, just look us up. You'll find us. We're there. Um, so, guys, with that, we're going to wrap up. Thank you to everybody. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Go Browns. Go Browns. Cleveland! This is for you! Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah, this for my dogs from the east to the west side. Rocket brown and orange with me, baby. Let's fry. Represent the land, let them know. Tell them, here we go, brownies. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. 